It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. It is November the 11th, 2021. It is Veterans Day, and I uh, want to say to all of our veterans, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for what you did, except for Bo Bergdahl. Bo Bergdahl, you can, you know, pretty much kiss it. Pretty much, yeah. But today is a big day. Um, I was listening to a friend of mine who has a radio show, and uh, I'm, I'm envious of him because he lives in the D.C. area still. And when I was uh, in Washington, D.C., when I needed solace, there were two places that I would go. One was Gettysburg, which is about 45 miles from my home, and the other was Arlington National Cemetery, where I would see the changing of the guard uh, dozens and dozens of times, uh, even had a chance to meet some of the young men who do this and uh, and swear allegiance to the guard for life. Um, and if you could hear what they go through, you would be amazed, rain or shine. Uh, they guard that tomb. It is uh, amazing. It is an amazing place. And my father was a World War II veteran. Uh, he was technically old enough to be my grandfather. I think he would have been around 95 this year. He passed away in 1994. I want to remember him. His name was Leon. Uh, my Uncle Lloyd and my Uncle uh, Virgil um, and my Uncle Gail. They were all World War II veterans. My Uncle Lloyd helped liberate Berlin. My Uncle Gail was on a battleship in the uh, South Pacific. Uh, I remember them. I remember my brother Richard, who died in 2004 at age 38 years old. He was a Navy veteran. Uh, he was honorably discharged. Um, so I do remember all of them. And I know that, and I don't want to start things off so seriously today, but there's something that I need to say about veterans and what you're going through now because I know that for many of you life has been hell since Joe Biden botched the Afghan withdrawal I know this because I've talked to so many of you and I spent so much time in in Washington DC getting to know veterans uh, who had come home profoundly injured uh, I work for an organization called Friends in Service of Heroes they give track wheelchairs to veterans who uh, who can actually you know, go hunting and fishing now because these things go off road and, and, and they also do service animals. And I know how profoundly that not only your service and, and, and what you went through, whether physically or mentally, when you came home, the challenges you had. And then this happened. And I saw this headline on uh, uh, military.com. Uh, um, and it is that uh, there's been a huge surge in veterans contacting the VA crisis line since the Afghanistan, uh, Afghanistan collapse. I, I hope that, and, and certainly I know that there are people in your lives who are saying the same thing, but to all of our veterans who are suffering even more because of that, I want you to realize that while politicians may fail you, the American people, truly patriotic people, will never, ever, ever let you down. We would never figuratively pull out of Afghanistan in such a uh, profoundly incompetent fashion. Realize that your service was not for naught. This man in the White House has screwed up everything he's done his entire career. Right now, after being in Washington, D.C. for 50 years, he is suddenly addressing issues that have been issues for the entire tenure of his career in Washington, D.C. 
He, they have never fixed infrastructure. They have never fixed the IRS. They have never fixed the, uh, the, the Justice Department. Things have only gotten worse. And this man is supposedly the solution. Well, he's not the solution. And he did this. We didn't do this. Most American politicians, conservative politicians, had nothing to do this, and we think it was a gigantic mistake. Many Democrat politicians feel the same way. But the American people who truly love and support you, we know that that was a gigantic mistake, and despite this buffoon in the White House who refuses to take responsibility for anything, whether it be the Afghan withdrawal, whether it be more people dying of COVID this year than last year, whether it be the price of gas, uh, whether it be the Wuhan virus uh, and denial that China did it and, and it escaped from Wuhan, he has been wrong on everything. He was wrong in Afghanistan, but that's not on you. It's all on him. So realize that our prayers are with you. And, and while the left may say that, you know, uh, prayers uh, don't really matter and, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers don't mean anything. Yes, they do. And I, I will say with this as well, um, I, I'll, I'll post this on social media. I don't want to just give out the, the veterans crisis line because nobody's going to write it down. <laughs> well, maybe. Here, just let me put it down. 800-273-8255, Okay. 800-273-8255, which I do believe spells talk. 1-800-273-8255, and I will post this to my social media if you're having any problems. If you are healthy and you have years in front of you, don't give up. Don't give up. I am not a veteran. I have been in the position where I thought to myself, my family would be better off with a life insurance policy than me. If you're having those thoughts, stop and realize that there is light after darkness. There is light after darkness. And there are plenty of people out here who are willing to bring that light to you. Okay? The reason why I brought this is it's so, so important to me. I have a nephew who is 32 years old who doesn't talk to me anymore. I don't know why. I know he has PTSD. I know that I met him in 2004 and he was 16 years old. And then I saw him again uh, more than 10 years, about 10 years later uh, when I moved to the, back to the Midwest and um, he has PTSD. And he watched his best friend blown up beside him. Blown up beside him. So uh, that's how I start the show today. Uh, we have plenty of other things to get to, but I just felt like that was the most important. Here is our former president, Donald Trump, with a message to our veterans. On this Veterans Day, I'd like to pay tribute to all of those incredible people, and you are indeed incredible people, who served so well and so strong and so powerfully in the United States Armed Forces. We love you. Our nation respects you. The world respects you. And we will come back. Our country has gone through a lot. Yes, sir. The last period of time has been very, very tough watching what you had to watch. But our country will be back and will be back stronger than ever. Happy Veterans Day. Marxism will not win.
will not win. You know what? I think we need a palate cleanser. We need this guy it's back in the White House. We need him back in the White House. My, 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 my rallies are so large. Makes the Dems say, oh, my God, thank you for blessing me with the gift of Cam. And the hot wife, he feels good. Will you come see a super dope homeboy from NYC? And I know I'm as much. This is a man they can't touch. They can't. Can't touch me. Crooked Hillary can't, and I don't really want her to. Can't touch me. Sleepy Joe wishes he were me, okay? Can't touch me. My name is DJ Trump, and I'm magic on the stuff. Can't touch me. I've been around the country, from New York to L.A. I speak to a lot of people that play YMCA. Kamala speaks to no one, and Biden can't draw flies. And still the fake news media thinks you voted for those guys. My rallies are on Newsmax, and Fox just can't be fair. And all the fake news media, I take them to the ground. Can't touch me. How's your approval rating, Sleepy Joe? 38%. Can't touch me. COVID is more popular than Sleepy Joe. Can't touch me. I fill stadiums. Sleepy Joe can't fill a shoebox. Can't touch me. Together, we're going to save America, believe me. All right, so I wanted to bring the mood back up again. Uh, We have much to get to on the show today. We're going to talk about the disaster supply chain. Joe Biden's blaming it on everything as he stands in front of a port with literally dozens of, sh- of ships full of shipping containers sitting right offshore. We're going to get into Kamala Harris and her fake French accent, uh, further showing us what an incompetent, tone-deaf boob she is. Also, uh, much on the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, the prosecution doing a face plant. Uh, all of that is coming up. It's tough right now. It's tough to uh, pay the bills. It's tough to fill the car with gas. And it's all uh, self-inflicted by this horrible, horrible administration. Policy failures will be responsible for tens of thousands of families getting stranded at airports, paying exorbitant gas prices, and encountering grocery store shortages. Americans face the most expensive Thanksgiving on record this year. And travel is going to be bad Millions of passengers travel by plane to see family on Thanksgiving. We're driving, actually, myself to lovely Springfield, Missouri. Uh, They are expecting a severe lack of workers with the TSA. In June, the agency warned of serious staffing shortages. And uh, the situation was so bad that the TSA office employees were asked to volunteer at airports for up to 45 days. This uh, and the timing of Joe Biden's November 22nd vaccine mandate for federal employees just three days before Thanksgiving could not be worse. As of October, only 60% of TSA workers were employed. So... The one thing that I've learned the last couple of days in observing the the Biden administration is that they really uh, they are intentionally driving up the price of of fuel. Okay, and with regard to the rest of the economy, they have no freaking clue whatsoever. Here is the president at the port in Baltimore yesterday explaining to us the supply chain like we're first graders. In simple terms, supply chain is just the journey that a product takes to get to your doorstep. Raw materials, plus labor, assembly, shipping, everything it takes to create the finished product. These supplies. Yeah, see, the end of the supply chain is actually when the uh, when the uh, the ships are at the ports, and the goods are in there, and and some of these goods are actually rotting in container ships. You see, okay, so uh, they're right there. Chains are complex, even even products as simple as a pencil can't have to use the wood from Brazil, graphite from India, 
before it comes together at a factory in the United States to get a pencil. Sounds like one of those old film strips that you watched in high school, or you know, or in, in elementary school, I should say, for you Gen Xers and you, uh, and you boomers. Sounds silly, but that's literally how it happens. So if all of a sudden you got COVID crisis in Brazil, you can't get the product, maybe. Because the well, how did we get it in the containers that are sitting offshore that we can't unload because of uh, California's restrictive laws with regard to trucking, among other things? Yeah. Uh, here's a little bit more on the uh, the, the president on uh, the uh, the supply chain, chain, chain. Last week, the number of, of, of container ships in the docks for more than nine days fell by over 20%. And now we're announcing steps to improve ports in the East Coast. Remember what Ronald Reagan said? He said, uh, the worst thing you could he- possibly hear is someone say, I'm, uh, I'm from the federal government and I'm here to help. To provide support for the Port of Savannah, the fourth largest container port in the country, to help reduce congestion. How about just let the private sector do it? President Doofy. With our help, they now have the funds they need to set up five new inland port sites Federal money always takes care of everything, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't, doesn't federal money always take care of anything, everything? No, not really. <laughs> no, no, not really. No, not really. Yeah, yeah. Here is a Representative Barry Loudermilk explaining why, really, people are not going back into the workforce, and this would be the real reason. Look, for months, the Democrats proposed paying people to stay at home and not go to work. That's what created this crisis. And now with the Build Back Better plan, they're even uh, promising more and more government handouts, which is causing people to slowly return to the workforce. The Treasury Department just came out and said that these vaccine mandates are a contributing factor to our employment crisis. This is the Build Back Better plan that is causing all of these problems. It isn't child care. It's paying people to stay at home. Build Back BS. And not go to work. Promising people that they'll get more stimulus from the government. They can live off the government. And by the way, if you don't do exactly as the government. That's the goal. Government tells you to do, then we're going to force your employer to fire you. Okay, now listen to this here. This is what I've said about federal money and strings. Okay. They'll get more stimulus from the government. They can live off the government. And by the way, if you don't do exactly as the government tells you to do, yep. then we're going to force your employer to fire you or you're going to have to leave your job. Now, the uh, tone-deaf Commerce Secretary yesterday said of all of the things that the Biden administration is doing that are causing prices to spiral out of control, particularly fuel prices, uh, yesterday the Commerce Secretary said that uh, uh, Joe Biden should continue, should continue what he is doing here is the uh, congressman Loudermilk talking about that if you were still governor of Rhode Island I understand you're not would you be this is her by the way hoping or asking for the president to open up the strategic petroleum reserve again I think it's premature to say what I would be saying to the president is I would I would just ask him to keep doing what he's doing Congressman, keep doing what he's doing that's my friend Grant Stinchfield on Newsmax by the way he's sinking this nation Absolutely. And you know who the largest producer of oil in the world is? It's not any OPEC nation. That would be us. United States of America. Five years ago, Congress did something that gave America control of worldwide oil prices. We ended the 40-year ban on exporting U.S. oil. Within weeks, we were exporting, and again, we regained our status as the world's largest producer of oil, and the United States of America was now in control of the world oil prices. 
President Biden gave that away. Yeah. For five years, no one talked about OPEC. And nope. now he's crawling to OPEC wow. when we have the resources if we could yeah. just get the gun. I think Democrats have there's some sort of kinky fixation with being abused by OPEC. I think you know how I feel about wearing masks. But many of us have to wear them. You have to wear them to get on an airplane if you're going to be traveling with your family this uh, this Christmas, this uh, this Hanukkah. You want to check out Unmask, okay? The Unmask. Just go to getunmask.com. I'm going to tell you a secret in just a second about this product. Something that uh, even the designers of the product don't know that I'm going to share with you. These are designed and hand-sewn right in the United States. The Unmask is the only mask on the planet specifically designed to provide you and your family with essentially unrestricted breathing while providing virtually uncontested access wherever masks are required. They're made of two layers of ultralight, extraordinarily breathable materials. The Unmask won't muffle your speech or fog your glasses, and it's comfortable enough to be worn for hours on end. Now, here is my special promo code to get 20% off your first order of Unmasks. Use the code NEWSMAX at GetUnmasked.com. GetUnmasked.com, promo code NEWSMAX. Take my word, if you're forced to mask up, especially for holiday travel, you'll want to get the Unmask. Here's the secret. I did this entire commercial wearing an Unmask. GetUnmasked.com, promo code NEWSMAX. By the way, Bidenflation, it's Bidenflation. Uh, is uh, splitting the nation, apparently. GOP Heartland being hit hardest by Joe's rampant rises in the cost of living compared to Democrat coastal elites. Inflation nationwide has reached its highest point in 31 years. Cities in Arizona saw the largest increases in price of goods. Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Um, Meanwhile, in Baltimore, Detroit, Houston, Miami, and Seattle, not so much. Not sure exactly what that means, by the way, between March 2020 and February 21, um, people have been moving out of larger liberal cities into more conservative states because they're like the aliens from Independence Day. Uh, that's what liberals do. They destroy and suck the life out of where they live. Then they move on. They're just like the aliens from Independence Day. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. Here is a, uh, this is pretty funny. I, I saw, oh, uh, one more thing. <clears throat> 62% of Americans believe Joe Biden has not delivered on his promise to get Washington working. Uh, with his approval rating as low as 42%. Now it's been t- down to uh, 38%. Uh, another 25% said Biden's biggest problem is that he's gone too far left. Aligning him with the progressives in his party. His party. He hasn't been, uh, he hasn't moved. They've moved him. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. 36% said it's uh, Washington itself was Biden's biggest problem. No, he's, he's playing along with Washington. And <clears throat> now they want to print money, and they think that this is going to solve the inflation, inflation crisis. Even Joe Manchin knows that's not the, the case. I was a child when Jimmy Carter was the president. This all happened back then. Now, uh, for instance, my father worked in the petroleum industry. Uh, There were gas lines. They were out of gas. But my dad would come home and say, no, the tanks are full at the tank farm where he worked and tested fuel. They were full, full. They were told they could not deliver. He said they had plenty of gas. Self-inflicted gas crisis leads to hyperinflation, which, by the way, will be 
uh, solved. Well, it won't be solved, but there will be a Volcarian, as in Paul Volcker, solution, which will be to raise interest rates. Now, for those of you who were alive in the 70s or, uh, you know, I wasn't of uh, home buying age, but I know a friend who had, I believe, 22% interest rate on her house. So this is going to be a giant cluster something. It's going to happen. And the Democrats have no clue what it's about. We take inflation very seriously. Economists call all these things transitory effects. These one-time increases in prices are likely to, to have only transitory effects on inflation. There will be transitory impacts uh, in uh, as it relates to inflation. I believe it's... That is very transphobic, by the way. Transitory. Temporary or transitory impact. In the end, it, it will be transitory. These inflation uh, rises will be transitory. There's one talking point. That they will come back down next year. Inflation is going to come down next year. Inflation will come down next year. Talk of inflation. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. People fully expect this inflation <laughs> to be uh, t- uh, temporary. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. No serious economists. The president's Build Back Better agenda as a whole will ease some of that inflationary pressure. The bipartisan infrastructure deal and Build Back Better agenda could likely ease inflationary pressures. It will ease longer term. Another talking point. Inflationary inflationary pressures. We're going to ease inflationary pressure. I don't think that these investments. Sounds like the nation has hemorrhoids. We need to ease our our inflationary pressures. Inflation at all. Build Back Better will not. Have you tried preparation BBB? Increase inflation. The overall Build Back Better vision uh, is designed to reduce inflationary pressures. I have 17 Nobel laureates in economics. Oh, here's another one. Sent me a letter recently saying that my proposals would actually reduce inflation. 17 Nobel laureate economists (laughs) said that if we pass both of these plans, we would reduce inflation. 17 Nobel laureates in economics said it's going to lower. 17 laureates who obviously are high on something. Or inflation. 17 Nobel Prize winners in economics. 17 Nobel Prize. Wow, the talking points, the talking points. Unbelievable. It's all faculty lounge um, mental masturbation. That's all it always has been. That's all the Democrats ever bring to the table. Tony in Baltimore has been nice enough to uh, hold. Tony, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, my friend. Well, you hit all the issues. Joe Biden (laughs) and the Brandon administration destroyed this economy on day one when he cut the Keystone Pipeline. Yes, sir. Because gas is the blood of this country. You need it for everything, petroleum. You need to make plastic. You need it for your cars. You need it for everything. Begging the Arabs, the Arabs are laughing at OPEC for a simple reason. <laughs> Supply and demand, they're getting $95 a barrel of oil now. Trump killed them, right? Yeah. They yes, sir. pump more, more oil because oil is the only thing they got. This yeah. is how they can rebuild their coffers. Gavin Newsom, his stupid ideals for the Port of Los Angeles, only unionized truckers. Yep. He's got a blowout, I think, or it might be law. He's preventing owner-operators from going into the port to pick up cargo. Yep. And Tony, 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 also, also, um, union uh, truck drivers, where do you suppose the union gets, uh, uh, gives a lot of its money to Democrats? And you know, you know, and I have heard that there literally are uh, uh, powers. There are the 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 order is coming from Washington to slow things down. That's what I've heard, Tony. Oh, it's true. And Mayor Paternity Leave Pete, right? Yeah. 
Yes. You know, Trent, you ought to realize federal law only allows you to drive at certain t- certain amount of times a day. Yeah. Driving at night, you know, as they're trying to say, well, reduce this, do it. Is he limits 70 miles an hour? You can only go 70 miles an hour. A lot of trucks got governors. Yeah, and don't also forget, and don't also, Tony, and, and i got to wrap things up here. Uh, also, they're not allowing uh, trucks of a certain age into the ports as well. They've got to be a more uh, modern version, and uh, that's tough for owner-operators. 10 years old. All right, brother. Thanks for the phone call. Real quick, let's go to uh, Bruce in Timonium, Maryland. Bruce, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. you got about a minute. Go right ahead. All right, real quick. We know it's manu- the shortage in the- is manufactured, so here's what you do. Pete Buttigieg's department, Department of Transportation, says all those shipping companies that have ships sitting out in the, in the ocean, sitting there off the left coast, we will pay for your fuel and your toll to go through the Panama Canal to go to these ports in Florida, Texas, Maryland, New Jersey, and Louisiana to offload your ships. They're asking for your business. They got the capacity. This is what we're going to do, but they won't do it because it's manufactured. And this is exactly what they want because they yeah. want to grab us by the cojones and squeeze yeah. as hard as they can. Yeah, Bruce. Here's the, here's the thing, man. Uh, as the as the uh, virus begins to wane, um, as a new uh, drug uh, prophylaxis is coming out from Merck that the government's paying billions for, they need another crisis, and that's going to be. Um, we can't do anything about uh, the price of gas. Uh, all self inflicted, and then then they will empty your store shelves. Uh, that's that's the next big crisis. If the trucking companies and the independent truckers should just say, hey, you know what, for the next 15 days, we're not hauling anything into California. And when the shelves are empty, Gavin Newsom's ass will be out of there real quick. All right, Bruce, thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. Uh, More of your calls on the way. And uh, Kamala Harris and her fake accent. Let's go to Walt in Marley Creek on the phone. Marley Creek. Well, actually, I'm on Marley Creek, but uh, oh, okay. As as, <laughs> you know, as as far as uh, the, the the shots, I'll have to circle back to you on that one. Okay. But uh, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to call you about uh, 1921 was when the when the uh, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier was was uh, created. Yes. But actually, in 1921, the last soldier of any of the belligerent armies that participated in World War One, who was a Baltimorean, by the way. Oh. An American, a German American, by the name of Henry Gunther, was brought back. He was repatriated because he was buried on the, uh, pretty much where he fell. Uh, the French put a monument up to him, and then uh, in 2010, uh, I saw the monument and uh, was able to to rouse the German Society of Maryland. They said, "Let's let's do something." So now there's a, a grave marker. In 1921, Gunther was brought back, and uh, and he's buried uh, at. Uh, Bel Air Road and Moravia Road at the wow. Most Holy Redeemer Cemetery, and uh, wow. I just thought that uh, he's he's pretty much he was unknown. The, the Veterans Administration didn't know. I, yeah. I looked up; uh, they, they had VIP uh, people who 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 died in in, in uh, as a, as in the veterans, and uh, and Henry Gunther wasn't there. He's there now. Wow! So I just wanted to share that with you. By the way, uh, I was a carrier sailor. And my dad was a plank owner on uh, the Intrepid. Uh, so really, which 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 carrier were you on? I was on the Independence uh, oh. VA sixty two, and it's, wow. they're, they're making razor blades out of that now down in Brownsville. <laughs> they'll make a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, but the only Intrepid is, is is going strong up in New York Harbor. And, and the one thing about that, I, I when when I knew they were going to make it a, a museum, I said, Dad, let's go. He said, No, boy, I'm not going to go up. I said. Dad, I'll pay for everything, and uh, I'll drive. He said, I made a promise to myself. He said, if I ever get out off of that ship, he said, I'll never look back, and he never wow. did. 
Wow. But he left the Navy, but the Navy never left him. Buddy, that is a an amazing story. Thank you for sharing today. That meant a lot, Walt. That meant a lot to a lot of people, bro. Bye-bye. You bet, you bet. That is, wow. Pretty cool, pretty cool. I, um, when I was a kid, I, I, I had the gift of gab, in case you didn't, couldn't figure it out. My first grade teacher, I still have the report card. It says, uh, talks out of turn, worst after he's missed a day. And I used to pester people. My English teacher, Mr. Ballantyne, he used to pester him. Because I was curious about this old guy. He's my eighth grade English teacher, Mr. Ballantyne. And I pestered him so much that I got out of him that he was at Pearl Harbor the day they were bombed. And he lost friends. And then I pestered my bus driver. My bus driver. Harold Delaney. And I'd pester him and talk to him and... Because I was curious, and then I started working at a truck stop when I was in high school. He'd come out and get a small coffee every day. And when I was working, he'd come out, he'd make sure I came out, and I'd get him a cup of coffee. And he told me with a nervous laugh and an aw shucks kind of attitude that he was in the first wave that hit D-Day on Omaha Beach. And he, rather than getting emotional about it. He had this kind of nervous laugh about it. And, uh, and he'd say, well, yeah, I was 19 years old and I, I sat in a foxhole all night long and I wondered if I was gonna live to see the morning. See what happens when you, when you pester people? <laughs> Kamala Harris was, uh, well, she's uh, done another cringeworthy uh, moment. She was in France and she was visiting the Institut de Pasteur I speak French, by the way. I took high school French, and I've never been to France. I know. I should have took Spanish. I've been to Mexico a few more times. Anyway, um, she decided that she would speak with a French accent yesterday. It's, it's very condescending, uh, <laughs> and it just shows uh, why one of the many reasons she has a 28% approval rating is less popular than Dick Cheney, even after Dick Cheney accidentally shot someone in the face. With us in government, we campaign with the plan. Ha ha! Why didn't you just do the Maurice Chevalier left? Ha ha! Uppercase T, uppercase P, the plan. And then the environment is such Did she say the plan or the plane? We're expected to defend the plan. Wow. Even when the first time we roll it out, there may be some glitches and it's time to reevaluate and then do it again. Oh, uh, just embarrassing. Here she is at a Glenn Youngkin. No, no, not a Glenn Youngkin. At a Terry McAuliffe rally, uh, suddenly becoming down, even though she was raised in Berkeley. She was raised in freaking Berkeley. Tell everybody you know to vote tomorrow. You been like saying, you want to meet me tomorrow? Can you do a, ha? Can I get some of a, ha? What you, what you doing tomorrow? What you doing tomorrow? Ha? You got any plans tomorrow? Tomorrow's a good day. It's yeah. going to be a good day. Amen, brother. But the point is, she's whiter than I am. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh, just, I, I never understood. I never understood why Democrat politicians like Hillary Clinton uh, will change their cadence, change their speech pattern, pretend to be somebody they're not. Well, do I do understand. It's called pandering. <laughs> it's called pandering. Wow. She is, uh, she's just kind of embarrassing. Just kind of embarrassing.
28% approval rating. I can She's see why. She's but won't go to the border. Why should she? From Mexico, she stays so very far. She doesn't seem to care about <laughs> law and order. <laughs> Kamala. It's Kamala. You're a racist. Responsibility. She's always shirking. Maybe she's relaxing in some spa. It's seldom that you'll ever see her working. Come along. Come along. Come along. I know that it's a mystery. That Kamala, Kamala could somehow become the VP. She wants to move into the White House. Oh, yeah. She can't wait to become the left's new star. Disaster it would be. What a tragedy. If somehow she became the president. It's going to happen. <laughs> that is comedian Jim Gossett. Jim Gossett, G-O-S-S-E-T-T. JimGossettComedy.com. He is from Atlanta. White House Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, also known as Jean Beljean or Jean-Luc Picard. She uh, has taken over for Jen Psaki because uh, Jen Psaki has got the, uh, the Rona. She's got the Rona and she's at home. Um, and she's got a new talking point. Here's what Karine Beljean or, you know, whatever her name is. This is her new talking point. It is uh, not knowing anything for you right now. Yeah, so I don't have anything to read out for you today. Yeah, I, I don't have a specific number for you. I don't have anything to, to I don't have anything to, to preview. Yeah. So I don't have the specifics for you right now. Yeah, so I don't have anything to read out for you today. Yeah, I, I don't have a specific number for you. I don't have, like I said, a granular mm. number for you yeah. on these particular issues. Like, clearly, I can't speak to them here. I, I can't. I don't have anything specific for you. I just don't have anything right now to, to announce. I don't have any information on that. So, again, nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. Nothing. Nothing new to share. I don't have anything else to share about that. I don't have a timeline on the study. I, I don't have anything more to share. I, I don't have a, a comment for you at this moment. I don't know anything about what you're you're just mentioning, so I'm not going to comment on that from here, from the podium. I, I don't have any outreach to speak. Nothing. I got absolutely nothing to at this moment. Um, I don't have. <laughs> I, I don't have anything for you. Yeah. I don't have any news or any uh, schedule uh, to to share with you I, I don't i would i don't have anything i don't have anything more to read out from what we have what there you go yeah yeah so there's no circling back because she has nothing to begin with uh let's go to uh todd in Glen Burley, maryland on the phone hello there todd and welcome to the rob carson show your thoughts today hey rob you know i just wanted to call in i mean i almost fell out of my chair you're playing these clips of these just disingenuous phony <laughs> kamala harris yeah um with this inspector clouseau bs Accent. I'm, I'm waiting for her to say, you know, and then what was the one clip you played? Was it from L.A. where she's talking about, you know, what you going to do tomorrow and all that? That was Virginia. I'm, I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for her to break out into, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, or, or next year she's going to say she carries hot sauce in her pocket and she's going to oh. say, I ain't no means tired and all. Yeah, I mean, these people are so phony and di- I know. for these people. Well, well, a lot of dead people, you, a lot of dead people. Exactly. Uh, there are a lot of Democrats who vote multiple times for these people every election. <laughs> and, 
and, yeah, and then you're you're the the guy that took the call, the the, the screener. He 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 said, "Yeah, I'm waiting for her to go over to Germany." I said, "Oh God, don't put that thought in my head. Oh. I'll, I'll wake up in cold sweats with nightmares on that one." All right, buddy. Thanks for the phone call. Do appreciate it. Got to run. Uh, let's go to Gary in Virginia. He is a veteran and would like to talk about this glorious Veterans Day. First of all, sir, thank you for your service. What's on your mind today? Thank you for your radio show. And like I said, I'd like to thank all veterans for their service. I know uh, my uncle, he died. They, I don't know if anybody knows about the Death March of Bataan. Yes, like 10,000 soldier captured. Well, my, my uncle was one of those. Wow. He made it to the prisoner war camp. But 40% of them guys that went there died. Yeah. And I served. My brother did 30 years. My brother-in-law did 23. And my grandson has just did two tours over there. Wow. So the question I want to ask is we all took an oath to protect this country against foreign and domestic. If this ain't domestic terrorism going on right now where they're threatening people threatening guys in the service, threatening people about their job. If this ain't, where are the veterans? Stand up. Open your mouth. Get up. Say something. Amen, brother. And that's what this program is for. Uh, you know, I will do my very best to, uh, uh, in my uh, my way to, to to motivate you to fight this nonsense because yeah. it is it has got to stop. We, Marxism is not going to take under over this country under our watch. That includes you, my friend. That includes every patriotic American who believes in the founding of this country and the greatness of this country. So God bless you for your service, buddy. Well, I appreciate. Wait a minute. A bunch of guys I served with. And my family, we're tired of the crap. Sooner or later, the stuff is going to hit the wall where we've had enough of this stuff going on, taking and threatening. You can't threaten American people out of their jobs. And guys that did two or three tours in Afghanistan, you're threatening these people out of their jobs and say you're going to throw them out, get them dishonorable discharge. What kind of crap is that? Yeah, You can only poke a pit bull so many times before he bites back. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, William in Dundalk, Maryland. Hello there, sir. Your father was in uh, a WW2 veteran? Yes, he was there at, uh, December 7, 1941. He was on the Phoenix, uh, the Bobtail Cruiser. Uh, he said when he uh, died that he wanted to be buried at uh, Pearl. Said uh, when he wow. passed away, the Navy uh, wow. made arrangements and they had a burial service for him when he passed away in 2011. So I just want to share that with you. Thank you for sharing it with us, my friend. All right, thanks. Uh, what was his name? What was his name? Richard Stewart. Richard, God bless you, brother. Thanks for the call. I do Thank appreciate you. it. I do appreciate it. Wow. God bless our military, both living and uh, departed. God bless the Gold Star families, our first responders, police officers. Border Patrol agents, and of course you, and until tomorrow, do not, do not, do not catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.